one. You're listening to Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines, the show where each week I have one notable guest and delve into their lives like erotica writer Rocky Flintstone delving into his third book. You may have guessed it already, but my special guest this week was Jamie Morton, the son of Rocky Flintstone and host and creator of smash hit podcast, My Dad Wrote a Porno. We chat about behind the scenes of recording the podcast, what's coming up for Belinda in book three, and Jamie's family setup, including the time he tried to kill his sister. Yeah. Don't forget, if you enjoy the podcast, you can share it on social media at Samantha Baines, B-A-I-N-E-S. And we're on Facebook as well, facebook.com forward slash Samantha Baines. Also, we'd love it if you'd leave us a cheeky five-star review on iTunes. Enjoy. It's time for Baines Plus One with Samantha Baines on Hoxton Radio. My special guest has arrived in the studio. We're going to be talking to him really shortly. It's Jamie Morton. Let me tell you a bit about him. Jamie's based in London. And in 2015, he created the number one smash hit podcast, My Dad Wrote a Porno. This podcast has surpassed 50 million downloads. I think I said 20 earlier, I lied. 50 million. It soared to the top of the iTunes charts around the globe and has spawned a best-selling book and a sell-out live show. I think they've sold out the Sydney Opera House. That's crazy. I'm going to let you hear his dulcet toes just once and then we're going to play a bit of gorillas. Um, Jamie, hello. Hello. <gasps> That's it. That's all you're getting. We'll be back with Jamie. Don't forget, you can tweet me if you have any questions for him at Samantha Baines, B-A-I-N-E-S. Baines plus one. Oh, my goodness. It's Baines for Time with me, Samantha Baines. I don't know if I've been more excited for quite a while um, because the host and creator of My Dad Wrote a Porno, Jamie Morton's in the studio. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good, You're so thanks. not that excited. I am. I... You say that to everyone, I know. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> when we met, I, I came up to you and I was like, I'm fangirling you. Wasn't yeah, that, that was my nice. opening line? Yeah, you were the only person that was talking to me the entire evening. I loved it. <laughs> Because we met at the Chortle Awards. We did, we? yeah. A very suave comedy <laughs> event. You oh, guys, very much so, yeah. You guys presented an award. Yeah, I think we presented Best Newcomer. Do you remember who it was? I can't. <laughs> I was very drunk It was drunk Tom by Ward. He's my oh, mate. It was, He's yes. good. He's very good. Yeah, you also said that. I remember. <laughs> yeah. It's all flooding back to me now, <laughs> Yeah, I think we'd had a couple of. <laughs> things to drink um anyway jamie water welcome into the hoxton radio studio thank you so much i love it here it's nice we've got a fireplace yeah <laughs> we've got stuff on the walls you've really made it your own i like it thank you i mean it wasn't me i just come in once a week <laughs> but thanks um so what have you been up to recently so it's we exciting are times. It is, it's very exciting it's very busy we're starting um we released series three of <gasps> my dad wrote a porno on the 29th of may which is Worryingly soon, so we should soon. really start doing some work for it. Um, have you we, recorded any of it yet? We have started. Oh yeah, goodness. I got my uh, dad sent me book three a couple of weeks ago uh, over Easter actually, and he was like, "Here it is," and I was like, "Ah!" Because I never let him give it to me before. Um, what? So we he start sends to it to you? He doesn't even just give it to you in your hand. Well, it doesn't actually exist in physical form. Okay. Because, so you know, he... he's so modern, as you can tell by his writing, you know. But he doesn't even print it out. No, he, he doesn't. He emails you a file. Who would ever want that evidence lying around? 
grounds for divorce, I think. My mum my, my is still none the wiser that the podcast even exists. Um, no, I'm joking. Uh, so, yeah, he wrote four books before we did the first podcast, but I said to him, no, don't give them to me because I have no self-control. I would just devour them and be like, ah, this is so great. I mean, devour is the wrong word to be oh. using with Belinda Belinked. <laughs> I shall read it alone in the right. room crying is what I'll be doing. Um, so, yeah, so that's all gearing up now. So book three... Everyone, literally, we've had loads of questions and the main question is, what can we expect from book three? In a tiny sentence, what can we expect from book three? Well, I've only read the first two chapters of book okay. um, three. Um, but it's 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 interesting. It's uh, something happens in chapter one yeah. that I think people will be very excited about. And it kind of, it's in reference to something that happened a while back in the saga. <gasps> He's tying it back Honestly, in. Honestly, turns out he can write, oh, kind of. Rocky. I mean, he can't write, but... Okay, we're going to talk more about this, okay. but first of all, we need to do the quick fire round. Yes, of course. Are you ready? Here we go. Jamie Morton, it's your quick fire <laughs> round. The quick fire round. North or south? South. City or country? City. Half full or half empty? I'd like to say half full, but probably half empty. Okay, you need to be quicker. Books or movies? <laughs> uh, movies. Vampires or werewolves? Vampires. TV or radio? TV. Podcast or radio? Podcast, obviously. Rude. Writing or directing? <laughs> oh, uh, writing. Wine or beer? Wine, actually. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Alice Levine or James Cooper? Alice Levine, every time. <laughs> Marmite, do you love it or do you hate it? Hate, hate, get it away. Adventurous or cautious? Adventurous. Brexit, is it good or bad? It's not good, is it? <laughs> You passed the quick Did I? I think only one person has ever failed, but because <laughs> they said Brexit was good. Um, <laughs> and you escorted them out of the building. It was Theresa May. No, it wasn't. Um, have you ever been in a quick fire situation previously? No, that was really scary. I've done it with other people before, being the person that's been asking the questions. Yeah. You started off very slow. I was I'm like, so sorry. You're far too relaxed about the situation. <laughs> Um, so now you've got a couple more questions. You've got a bit more time for this. Okay, thank goodness. I won't do the alarming eyes anymore. Um, <laughs> what is your biggest guilty pleasure? Oh. <laughs> is it your own podcast? It might well be. <laughs> Maybe it's my dad's pornography. Uh, <laughs> guilty pleasure. pleasure. <laughs> wow. Stop it. I'm desensitised now. I, I don't even know what I'm saying. I just think you're using wonderful words <laughs> that show that his literary merit has passed down a generation. Oh, do you think? Yeah. When am I going to start writing porn? That's well, the big question. The question on no questions. one's lips. <laughs> Not even my own. Not even Belinda's? No. Oh, lower lips. Right, so what is your biggest guilty pleasure? Do you know what? This is, and this is a bit embarrassing. Okay, great. Um, it's, a, it's like, have you heard of Nancy Myers? film director yes she makes like old lady films like something's <laughs> got to give and it's complicated great <laughs> have really nice like interior design and like oh nice interior food design. and it's just about people living lovely lives whenever i feel a bit down i always put on a nancy myers movie and it's a bit embarrassing because it's not really it's not very cool something you admit to on the radio just not... have <laughs> owning it do you know what i mean good any who secret... cares fine any secret habits or talents um ta habits or talents mm. um, like a party trick I wish I could about. do a, I mean I I used to be able to drink anybody under the table and I once did a uh, pub crawl around Leeds where I was a student and did a hole in one 
we, we were playing pub golf. Yeah. Hole in one in every pub, which is you down a different drink in every <gasps> single pub. I did That's... 27. Whoa. Did you get sick in between? No. Isn't did you that... get sick after? No. <laughs> I just got very, what? very, very happy and was hugging wow. everyone. And everyone was like, why are you touching me? And I was like, I'm so sorry, I don't know. At university, we, uh, when it was someone's birthday, we put loads of different alcohols in a Wellington boot and they had to drink it. Oh, no. Yeah, that's the worst. They were always sick. Um, <laughs> Jamie, funny that. <laughs> Jamie, what makes you angry? Do you, know what, do you know what makes you really angry, actually? What? People who pontificate on Facebook. Like, like what? Just people who like... Do you, you know those statuses that just are so long and it's all about their yeah. grievances and, and you know, how they feel about a certain issue and you're just like, this isn't the forum. In fact, there is no forum for that because you're... Start a blog. Start a blog or just shut up, you know. <laughs> okay, better. <laughs> just don't share. No one cares. But why are you friends with these people? Oh, I've been defriending okay. like a demon, don't you worry. <laughs> the minute I see one come up, I'm like, you're gone. Defriend. Well, while, whilst we just have a little Facebook call, here's a little bit of Real Gone Kid is Hoxton Radio. Bane's plus one. It is Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines, and the brilliant Jamie Morton. Or the Plus One, as I'm sure (laughs) you'll start referring me to. You're my Plus One. Yeah. Um, Thanks uh, so much for coming on the show. Do you know what? It's an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. Have you done live radio before? Um, I did something on Absolute once, and we did um, the comic relief. Yes. Lollathon on Radio 1. We took over Radio 1 for an hour. That's nice. In the middle of the night and talked about sexy things, which was sexy. quite liberating, actually. We could talk about stuff on the air. On the BBC? Yeah, I know. We could <gasps> swear and everything. Really? Yeah. That is not allowed when I do it. <laughs> Every gonna... single Radio 1 DJ was in the building. It was like two in the morning. They just want, I just want to swear on, on radio. <laughs> I love it. Well, <laughs> thanks for experiencing it with me on Hoxton Radio. Now we do we do need to do interview proper. Yeah. Now. Yeah. So we're getting serious, Jamie. Okay. Should we dim the lights? Yeah. It's like Piers Morgan's life stories. Let's just count down. So, Jamie. So we know a bit about you via the podcast, and we know about your dad. But what do you do normally? I tell us about the real you. The real me, I um, direct and write videos for a living. Um, I've worked on big shows like The X Factor. Lovely. I've worked on little tiny things. And we were just saying in uh, Off Air, we were saying that I used to direct all of Charlotte Crosby's YouTube yes. channel, which was a very interesting job. Had which lots of fun amazing. with that. Yeah. Because I was saying I enjoyed the Charlotte Crosby Footnotes yes. uh, podcast. Yeah, we had her on. Uh, bit of backlash on that one. Some people really? didn't like the fact that we had a uh, a reality star on, on on the show, which I thought was a bit Why? snobby, to be she's honest with you. She's still a fan. And she's hilarious as well. She was very funny. <laughs> she had some very interesting insights about Belinda's life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you you went to Leeds University, is this right? And I this did, is yeah. where you met James and Alice. Exactly, yeah. We met, we were proper geeks. We were, were there. You? Yeah, we joined the student TV station together because we all did different courses and we met together on this amazing day. The sun was shining. We were <laughs> geeking out about, I don't know, the generation game or something. And we started just to make stuff together and we kind of have continued to make stuff ever since, really. Because you've got a YouTube series, web series. Kind of. Okay. They do. They like okay. wrote and starred in that. I directed it for them, but. Um, that's very much their kind of 
passion project before porn, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that was one of the things that we did together. And, yeah. And will that go on YouTube <laughs> eventually? <laughs> Since you worked in TV. I mean, it, it's, it is the logical next step, isn't it? What can I say? So I want to paint a picture of you at home. So you have three sisters, is that right? I do, yeah. Then Dad, Rocky Flintstone, pseudonym, yeah. and your mum. Yeah. So what what do your family enjoy doing together? Christmas, do you all discuss my dad wrote a porno? Well, or? my mum's banned my dad wrote a porno yeah. from the house. Okay. So dad writes in the garden shed, which he calls the pavilion. <laughs> and that's the only place. So if I come home, I was home at the, at the weekend. It was my nana's 90th birthday. <gasps> Hi, nana. Happy birthday. Um, and so I could only discuss porno stuff in the garden shed. Someone was like, if you want to talk about it, go to, the, go, go to the pavilion. So if anyone mentions it, she just like, get out of the house? <laughs> Pretty much. Are you allowed to mention Fifty Shades of Grey? Is it that just your dad's? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pornography in general is fine. Pornhub, go for it. So what do your three sisters think about this? Do you know what? They, I was a bit surprised. Because the whole thing, dad wrote this, this book, these books, uh, and uh, he didn't tell any of us apart from me. And so when I came to tell my sisters, I was a bit nervous. Would they think it would be really weird? Because, like, fathers and daughters is a yeah. bit different to father and son. But they Do you are... think that's why he sent it to you originally? I have no idea why, why he did... sent it to me. Why I... did he? Did he think, oh, we'll like a bit of this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I dread to think. I mean, I think the fact that maybe he thought that I'd be understanding or that I work in a kind of creative industry maybe that I'm also a writer he thought maybe but then I, I said to him oh do you want me to kind of like give you some notes and he was like notes no I've written four already I just was showing you I don't want any feedback um so I decided to give him feedback via podcasting so yeah, he will great. get my opinion whether he wants it or not now he's Irish he is more I than detect from the accent <laughs> from that terrible accent I just um, did. is he from a religious background um, yeah, well, I mean, Ireland. Yeah, yeah. well, this is what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. half Irish, who oh, isn't, but well, I exactly, am. exactly, yeah. Um, Holler to the Irish passport. <laughs> Woo! Um, so do you think this is, is him letting go of his religious Maybe. guilt past? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? He used to, he was, because he's on the Protestant side okay. of Ireland. So, And he used to, when he was a kid, for fun, he would do, like, he would have like competitions with his brothers about who could remember the most gospels and things wow. like that. And he could like, rem like memorize all of the sermons of things. I mean, I'm not very religious. You can probably tell that I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but he would be correcting me. So he grew up very religious. And I think, yeah, he's just kicked it all to the curb and decided to write pornography, which In I retirement. kind of love, to be honest. Do you? I mean, yeah, I'm like three years down the line. Now I can be like, this is pretty cool. But to begin with, I was obviously You've moved mortified. through all the stages. <laughs> yeah. Anger, what if. Depression. <laughs> and finally, you're in acceptance. Um, we have had some lots of questions, obviously. Uh, I asked you one earlier. Uh, we've had a question from Matt who says, does your mum listen? Now, because you've said she listened to the first podcast yeah right? so i and then yeah so we all as a family listened to the first episode which was interesting just to kind of check that everyone was happy with it and that they wanted me to put it out basically um and then my mum just didn't listen to any others um <laughs> do you think she does secretly well though? until we had elijah wood on the show oh hello and suddenly she was like oh i might listen to that one so now she only listens to when we have guests on because to be fair we aren't reading the book in those episodes we're just yeah. discussing my father's but work. Still, it's, you're still discussing her husband being a bit sexy. 
Or not sexy, is the case of it. I mean, the poor woman. <laughs> the world now knows that maybe... Uh, I feel like the celebrity footnotes are like her gateway drug into yeah. <laughs> the full episode. Maybe one day she'll finally muster the courage to actually listen to an episode. And I feel like you should record that as a podcast, please. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to find out about that. Yeah. Um, now, I want to find out a bit about behind the scenes as well. Because yeah. obviously we hear you guys ripping your dad to shreds or belinda um how does it lovingly lovingly lovingly, how does it is it physically set up so obviously for people who don't know it i've explained that your dad wrote a porno yes (laughs) and uh, in each episode you read a chapter and you alec alice and james kind of dissect yes talk about it yeah um it's the filthiest book club in the world that's what it is so but how behind the scenes if i was to be a fly on the wall how Mm. does it work so we go What's to... What's your set up? The set, right, babe, I'll tell you. For people who like <laughs> podcasts and tech stuff. It's the least technical thing in the world, honestly. It's, it's a bit of a shambles, actually. We all go around to each other's house um, and whoever's hosting cooks dinner. Oh, lovely. So we have dinner, chat about our days, you know, whatever. So do you swap? So different yeah, people have you... Yeah, exactly. And then... And then we just set up the microphones. We have we bought three rubbish mics and we, we put them <laughs> on loads of cookbooks. Oh wow. Because they're the thickest. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's those are our mic stands. And then we just plug into Garage Band and start recording. It is that lo fi. Literally around the kitchen table. Literally around the kitchen table, yeah. And who edits it? I edit it. Because you do a lot longer, don't you, and then cut yeah. it down. Like we a panel for, show. Uh, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, we probably, an average record lasts around about an hour and a half, two hours. And then we kind okay. of cut it down to, I mean, they've been getting longer and longer, to be honest with you. It, it, it was half an hour. It's now more like 40 minutes. Is it hard editing yourself? Because you were like, oh, that is gold. <laughs> well, that's, do you keep in more of your own jokes? <laughs> I would. I actually don't. I just, I don't really have any jokes, to be honest with you. I just, I, I just read the book. I let the other okay. two bring the funny. Okay. Um, but no, it is nice to edit it, though, because it's something that, and I'm sure you'll appreciate this, we have complete ownership over it at every stage. Yeah. And that's so rare with anything, especially something that's gotten as big as it has. It's nice that it's still done around the kitchen table that we can just control and make it the ex- exactly the show that we want to make. Just 50 mini- million downloads, what else? I mean, don't worry about it. <laughs> we, I've got so much many more questions for you. We're also going to do Poem of the Week, because you've written me a poem, I have, haven't you? yeah. You're listening to Baines Plus One with Samantha Baines on Hoxton Radio. Jamie Morton's here. I am. From My Dad Wrote a Porno. I haven't run off yet. (laughs) (laughs) I I haven't managed to get rid of him yet. No, (laughs) thank you for coming in. It's so lovely to hear your voice and to talk to it, because normally I just hear it via my iTunes (laughs) um, when you're dissecting your dad's pornography. That's what I do. Hooray! Um, (laughs) Now, for fans of uh, the podcast and people who haven't listened to the podcast, obviously, go and listen. I mean, what are you doing with your lives genuinely it's hilarious i laugh out loud in strange situations i tell everyone about it and if you listen to it then we can talk about it so it'd be great um but you are doing it live we are yeah like all over the place you've sold out the sydney opera house i know that's mildly ridiculous isn't it how many people is that um it's two and a half thousand that we sold out in a day crazy 
Australians are perverts. They love what can I say? Porn. They really do. They, they love, love a bit of pornography. Suspiciously written porn. <laughs> yeah. Um, I once did a U- the UK Pun Championship final mm. in Leicester to nine hundred people, but that's the most I've ever done. It's two and a half thousand. It's terrifying. Are you scared? I'm so petrified. I can't even tell you. Have you ever? Because you know you're in the industry, writer mm. director. Have yeah. you ever? performed to that many people before been no, on I stage think the most we we performed in the union chapel last year to 900 people reading pornography in a church in which London. was an interesting uh, <laughs> thing to do with our time i was going to say but there's some the questionable most, yeah. rooms on your list you're, you're doing one in the mandela room somewhere yeah. that i saw coming up in june oh yeah oh yeah is that in belfast i think so yeah. does that make you feel like <laughs> Big shoes to fill. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, well, Belfast will be an interesting one because that's obviously Rocky's homeland. Might he be there? He. Unf- Do you know? I asked him to go to that one, mm. but he can't make it. Has he ever been he's to one? He's got the busiest schedule. He's never been to one. Never. You, and would he? If he came, would he come incognito? Oh yeah. He's very much. He enjoys it all, but he doesn't really like the limelight. He's very kind of. Not not shy because he wrote pornography, but um, he isn't he isn't really up for kind of being the face of it. Um, well, on his Twitter profile, it's a picture of his back, but actually, it gives quite a lot away. What do you think? I think you can tell a lot about a person from their back. <laughs> you can see a bit of his hair. You can see his hair. I do Instagram him quite a bit as well. So do you? Not ever his face, but everything else. Have any sort of really out there fans? Or maybe just dedicated fans. Mm. Ever, like, properly Googled you and looked at your family tree and, like, found it? No, interestingly. I think there's a lot of goodwill towards my dad and people really respect the fact that he 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 wants his privacy. <laughs> He's like a Banksy. citizen of the world. He is. He is the Banksy of porn. <laughs> he really is. Um, but we do have kind of, kind of amazingly intense fans. We once got sent a butt plug. Uh, from oh, a fan, wow. yeah, that was that was an interesting day. Did you give that to your dad? <laughs> I think James Cooper kept it. Actually, I think it's in his house somewhere. <laughs> your mum was like, "I will not listen to the podcast, but I will accept the presents." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Had a huge horse's tail coming out of it. It was a very odd <gasps> gift. Oh wow, mm. they're amazing. They'd really thought about it. it yeah, was, it was, it Pe- was some people wear those to like clubs. I don't doubt it. Yeah, with the horse's tail, quite a fun <laughs> sort of accessory, I guess. Like <laughs> now, a scarf. Yeah. You are doing the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Yeah, which I'm really excited about. And so are you. Yes. So we can like, hang out We're and totally you can show me out. around town. I put it in my diary. Amazing. <laughs> my dad wrote Porno Night Out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get wasted. Uh, yeah, I've never been to the Edinburgh Fringe before. So I'm really, really... It's the one thing that when we started to do live, I said, I want to do Edinburgh. Yeah. Um, but annoyingly, we're only there for two nights, which seems like we're not really embracing the true... But that's what the cool people do. I oh, just is it? swan in for two nights, sell it out, <laughs> and then go, oh, sorry, we're jetting off to Australia now yeah, to sorry, Sydney guys. Opera House. I mean, we literally are. I mean, it's terrifying. Um, so tickets are available now for the Sydney Opera House. They are, it's yeah. your and, second night. Uh, yeah, and we're touring all over Australia, actually. Okay. So any Aussies listening, come see us. We're going to Adelaide, Perth, Brisbane, Melbourne, Auckland in New Zealand... We're going all over. Hoxton Radio has a huge following of Australia, so I'm sure they're I'm all sure. listening. I don't doubt it for a second. Um, and the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, do you know the dates? It's the second week, isn't it? It's the second week. I think it's the 10th, the 10th and the 11th. And the 11th. Definitely. I, I think they've tickets. been sold. <gasps> Can I sneak in the back? We'll sneak you in. Okay, thanks. 
Oh, gosh. <laughs> Maybe you should. Do you ever periscope them or anything like that? No, we Facebook don't. Actually. Live? Maybe we should do that. We did. Our, we did. Our, we did our first Facebook live the other day, and it was a disaster. Okay. So it can only get better. Maybe practice that, and then <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll Facebook live it, and people can join in. Um, so what happens in the live shows? And if people yeah. haven't listened to the podcast, and they still come to the live show, is yeah, it a good definitely. in? It's a, it is a good in because basically, when my dad started writing these books, he used to just send me so much crap basically <laughs> just pages and pages most of which i never read and then when oh not sh- just like images of <laughs> no, 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 no pomegranates this is what i think belinda looks like um <laughs> that's jenna jameson uh no so he just sent me all this stuff and then when we came to decide to do a pot to do the, a live show i just started going through my emails rifling through old stuff and found a chapter it's 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 honestly genius which we call the lost chapter that's not in any of the books and uh, basically, Belinda goes on a team-building away day with her RSMs, and you can imagine what happens. Baines plus one. It is me, Samantha Baines, on Baines plus one with my special guest, Jamie Morton. That was that was a tune, by the way. Thank you. Your jingle, not Led Zeppelin. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> my husband does one of the jingles. Amazing. <laughs> I got him to do it. You All know. in the family. Yeah. Much like myself. There Keep you go. Keep it. There you go. <laughs> oh, God, he hasn't written a porno yet, though. Yet. <laughs> I think he'd be quite good at it. Oh, do you? Think, do you? Has anyone, aye, aye. Has anyone else in your family <laughs> thought about giving writing a go? You're obviously a writer. Have you thought about writing some... Pornography. Sexual. I feel that my dad's really cornered that marketplace. I feel like it would that's that's really his territory. And how could I better him? I mean what genre would you go for if you were if you had to write a book? You know, everyone's got a book in them. Yeah. Uh so they say. That sounds like a chapter of Belinda (laughs) Pink's. Maybe like um maybe like a spy thing. Okay. Maybe like a historical spy thing. Maybe like the French Revolution, like a spy in the French Revolution Ooh, or something. Lots of research. A bit maybe too much but research, it sounds fun. actually. I that like would be it. my life's work that never happens. What would it be called? Would you go for alliteration, alliteration like your dad? I think I'd just call it a spy in the French Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> Frenchy. Spy. Shh. No one knows who he is, monsieur. <laughs> By revolt. <laughs> Monsieur Guillotine or something. Oh, nice. Yeah, that sounds a bit porny as well, though. Um, <laughs> so it's time for the Baines Plus One I know. Game. Here we go. So I'm going to give you a series of events, and you need yes. to tell me the plus one that you would bring. They could be your dad. It could be anyone. <laughs> fictional characters. Maybe someone from Belinda Blinked. Famous <laughs> celebrities. People who've passed on. Yeah. Um, so here we go. It's time for the Baines Plus One game. It's the Baines Plus One game. Who would you bring as your plus one to your first live reading of my dad wrote a porno? Oh. You can change it from the person you might have brought to your first live reading. <laughs> well, I brought James and Alice, but I think maybe let's sack them off. Yeah. And let's bring Jennifer Lawrence. <gasps> I really want to convert her to becoming a Belinka. Do you think she maybe she is? Maybe she is Do you already. Know that she's not. Um, well, we had my name drop hideous. We had Michael Sheen on the show. Who, yes was filming Passengers with her and Chris Pratt at the time. Yeah. And he was telling everyone who'd listened about it. And he did say that he did mention it to Jen. Um, so hopefully she listens, but Jail. apparently. Why would you like her to listen? Why would you like her to be? Just because she's the best woman in the world, isn't she? <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> would you want doesn't to, get more profound than that? Would you to want be to be with her or yeah. be friends with her? No, be with her every second of every minute. Okay. Like, no, I'm joking. No, she just seems really cool, doesn't she? And yeah, like, fun. Yeah, fun and yeah, she's very talented as well. Love her. <laughs> We love J-Law. Who would you bring as your plus one to the Webby's Awards, which you were nominated for? I know, we were nominated. We didn't win. Damn. Um, who would I bring? Do you know what? I, I actually would have brought my dad to that. Would you? Yeah. Because, you know, it, none of that would have happened without him. Yeah. He's very much the engine that drives uh, <laughs> the podcast. Did he, does he like a sort of award? Would he dress up? Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? Is he a velvet suit sort of man with he, a frilly shirt? Honestly, he goes to town. He has a lovely silk jacket that he wears to all his big meetings. What colour? It's striped. Oh. Multicoloured. <laughs> Think Joseph oh my and God. the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. You're not my far coat off. coat of many <laughs> colours. And he was once sat in a really posh hotel on a sofa that was also striped, multicoloured, and he blended completely in. He, he was just a greying head. Wonderful. Oh, he'd love it. He'd, he'd had a great time. Silk thing. Um, can we have a picture of that on the Instagram, please? I think it is on there, actually, <gasps> but I'm I will so repost for okay, you. Okay, thank you. Who would you bring as your plus one to receiving an MBE? <gasps> Which I'm sure will happen. Uh, obviously. All <laughs> the contribution great... to the podcasting <laughs> community. Contributions to porn. <laughs> um, oh, that's a, oh, that's a hard one. Um, Could be any yeah. fictional character. Fiction. Well, Belinda. Celebrity. Would you bring Belinda? Belinda Blumenthal. Of course but I would. What would she do in front she of the She would queen? make such a mess, wouldn't she? She'd make oh my! A scene. Well, she knows the Duchess. Yeah. So she's already in with that set. She can help me get to know them all. She can break the ice, literally. By, by just flashing. being naked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'd have to keep an eye on her, though, and it'd be your special day. Do you know what? I think she could never upstage me. <laughs> no matter what she did. Even if you lowered yourself onto her face. <laughs> which she seems to so enjoy. That's <laughs> yes. what my dad thinks going down on his. He loves it. Brilliant. Um, who would you bring as to the opening night, to the premiere of Belinda Blink, the <gasps> film? Which might happen. Oh. There's lots of chat about it. Oh, I mean, that is almost guaranteed to happen, I'm sure. Great. Who would I bring? Oh. Maybe... Well, I feel like Daisy Ridley would be in the movie, so she'd be there anyway. She, yeah, Do you know they'd what all I mean? be there, yeah. Yeah, they'd all be there. So maybe someone like Dame Helen Mirren. Oh, yeah. But surely she'd be in it. Wasn't, Do you think? Well, didn't you discuss her as a possible duchess? Yeah, but I think we went back to Joanna Lumley on, okay. that, on, oh, that, on yeah, that front. Oh, yeah, fair. But maybe, maybe, whoever, whoever will do it, to be honest with you. <laughs> we are Helen picky. Helen, but she always looks good in a red carpet, yeah. doesn't she? And she's a bit classy. She can, you know, offset the fact that it's just smut, really. <laughs> <laughs> so will Joanna Lumley, I think. Yeah. We'll just get loads we'll of sort of posh ladies. Yeah. <laughs> we want Oscar <laughs> winners or nothing, all right? I love how you went Oscar winner. I just went posh ladies. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they mean to me. Um, I wonder if, could I be in a sort of Belinda Blink crowd scene, maybe in the film? Obviously. Well, just in, in the fact, back. do you want to be in the movie? Who would you want to be? Oh, my God. If you could be I anybody. I feel like oh, there's so many amazing... <laughs> Could I be a black thong? <laughs> a stained black thong in the maze. I mean, you're already halfway there. <laughs> just when Belinda's like tied up and I'm just yeah. sort of just a discarded black thong on the side, like method. And you can be like discussing things. <laughs> yeah. Whisper, whisper, whisper. Black thongs. <laughs> Wedgies. Oh. <laughs> 
Has anyone asked to be that yet? That, you're the first. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you. you. It's practically yours. If you want it, take it. <gasps> no take audition it necessary. <laughs> wow. Oh, no, we'll still audition you, okay. but it's merely a Thank formality. <laughs> and very quickly, who would yeah. you bring as your plus one to a family Christmas dinner? Oh, um, do you know, I actually know this. Okay. Meryl Streep, because my mum is, like, the biggest fan, and I think it would make her life Wow. I'd never have to get her a present ever again. Did she even like her in Mamma Mia with the oh, dungarees? No, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. Okay. <laughs> when she ran up the hill with the scarf, <laughs> it's my favourite moment. <laughs> Can't say I've seen it. Not oh. going to lie. Sorry. I'm going to show you a clip. I'm sure it's amazing. Poem of the week on Baines Plus One. It's time for Poem of the Week on Baines Plus One. Yes. Do you like my music, Jamie? I'm loving it. Doesn't it make you feel like poetry <laughs> is in the air? It's literary corner. <laughs> now, uh, you have written me a poem of the week. I have. I'm so excited. Have you written any poems before? This is my first poem. I mean, director-writer. I know. I should really branch out, shouldn't I? <laughs> got a few sonnets in me, clearly. <laughs> clearly. I've opted for the most uh, simple of the genre. Okay. Um, shall, I, shall I go? Do you want to? Does it have a title? Shall I cont- oh, n- No. Do you want to it, come up with one real quick? It's called The Ballad of Rocky. Okay, shall I introduce it? It's about it? my dad. I like it. Yeah. That's nice. So here is Jamie Morton with The Ballad of Rocky on Baines Plus One. There was an old man who wrote porn and shared it with all of his spawn. He made the word laugh. Oh, I've, I've, I've done it wrong. Okay, it's fine. Do Take I start two, again? Please. Okay. There was an old man who wrote porn and shared it with all of his spawn. He made the world laugh, his son mostly bath, and now he's not quite as forlorn. Yay! You see, I have to say laugh and not laugh. Yes. Because it doesn't work otherwise. No. The perils of rhyming in <laughs> literature, who knew? Because you spent some time in Manchester. Most of my life in Manchester, Oh, yeah, but I you're know. in London now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because so, you sa- you don't sound... I know, I've got a weird Fully accent. Northern. No, I've been trying to get rid of the Manchester for about 30 Why? years. Because <laughs> no, because Manchester sounds like that, doesn't it? You're not really on tart like that, you know, the whole time. It's not great. <laughs> well, your voice is beautiful. I love Thank listening you very to much. it on the podcast. This man- north-south <laughs> mix. I'm an mashup. alloy. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Um, so I too have written oh, yes. a poem about your dad and you. Okay. Um, and it's called When Your Dad Writes a Porno. Here we go. When your dad writes a porno. Imagine if your dad wrote blinking erotica. Well, it's better than discovering a family swastika. So many (laughs) questions we'd love to ask. Like, is a cervix within your grasp? Belinda Blinked is a sexy title which keeps Jamie Morton's dad from being idle. Jamie deconstructs each chapter with the help of his mates. James and Alice ease him through Belinda's front gates. With similes comparing breasts to pomegranates, we do wonder about Jamie's dad's food versus literary palettes. In the last series, blue jizz was a feature, like Smurf sex or juice from an avatar-like creature. Set to the backdrop of Steel's Pots and Pans, which makes you wonder about Chef Jamie Oliver's expansion plans. (laughs) Correcting school dinners was very worthwhile. So, Jamie Oliver, how about a Belinda-themed treats to add to the culinary shag pile? In Belinda's world, there's one thing that's a must. 
and that's donating to the Asses and Donkeys Trust. <laughs> and when it comes to selling pots and pans, there's nothing wrong with wandering around a maze in a stained black thong. Belinda has friends too, Bella and Giselle, and the Duchess on whose face she fell. <laughs> It's not for the faint-hearted. Here's a word to the wise. There's dribbling and gushing and many a literary surprise. Hmm. But Rocky Flintstone, Jamie Morton's dad, has penned a real gem. And it's not a book we would completely condemn. It's given us the podcast and conjured so many new visions, like Jim Sturgis and a room with leathery conditions. But has Rocky's son, while masturbating, ever thought of <sighs> dipping into his dad's book? No, too scared to get caught. <laughs> a smash hit podcast and a sellout tour, all down to Belinda rolling around naked on the floor. She bonks and she blinks, and that's about it. And we've all been wondering, since when does a pomegranate look like a tit? That's my poem of the week. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> and makes mine look appalling. In no, yours is amazing. So much for that. Um, I, I enjoyed <laughs> making eye contact with you at the moment when I, I talked about you masturbating. I really didn't enjoy that. Okay. <laughs> or did I? I'm never going to stop staring at you. Well, you've got three, <laughs> three books via email, so just dip into any time you like. Whenever I want. <laughs> we'll be back with a tiny bit more of Jamie Morton. I've got a few more questions that people have sent in to ask you after this. Baines Plus One. It's Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines, and... Oh. Me, Jamie Morton. <laughs> there we go. If I put your mic up, that helps. Live radio. Love Yay. it. Um, we were just talking off air about your Twitter handle, because it's yeah. Uncle Igor. Uncle Igor, yeah. Um, Why is this? It's because my when I was younger, my three sisters used to call me Uncle Igor, because I was really miserable. <laughs> but I was really just a boy trying to get through life Aww. with three sisters who were ganging up on me and being really quite nasty. That's horrible. And I said, just a boy standing in front of three <laughs> girls asking them to love him. Or at least leave me alone. I'll take either. <laughs> We're going to get all your sisters tweeting in now, like, being like, no, he was horrible. <laughs> Did you, were you a nice brother? Are you the youngest? I'm the second oldest. Okay. Um, I think I'm an all right brother. I'm were a bit... you there for them? Or did you do the fighting with them and pulling their hair? Oh, did all of that. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, we used to... <laughs> me and my... The two middle ones, me and Emmy, we hated each other with an actual passion. Wow. Proper fighting, injuring people. Like, we've got scars properly. And we now live together in London. So oh. even if you hate each other growing up, one day you will find a way to at least tolerate each other. And um, what's the worst thing you ever did to your sister if you hated her? Shall I tell you mine first and then you'll feel better? Yeah. I didn't like my sister. She's four years younger than me. We like each other now. I once, when she was a toddler, I covered my mum's favourite expensive rug in moisturiser, got pills out of the bathroom, scattered them around, sat my baby sister in the middle in her nappy <laughs> and gave her a pill to hold and then hid in my room and went, Mom, look what Emily's done. <laughs> Oh my and they God. were like, mm, how did she get pills out from the cabinet on top of the toilet? <laughs> and <laughs> she's like, a toddler. Uh... I was like, oh, she's really talented. I also pushed her off the top of a bunk bed once. Right. Well, that's kind of similar to me and my sister. I accidentally <laughs> pushed her accidentally. Against... No, no, it was. We were, I mean, we were, we were fight, we play fighting. But I accidentally like um, pushed her, and the window behind her like cracked, and she <gasps> and she kind of hurt her back. 
Did she get glass in her back? Yeah. <gasps> That's bad. Isn't bad. It? It's really bad. Yeah. Did she have a scar from it? Yeah. Did she have to go to hospital? I think she might have had oh to. We are the worst. We are terrible siblings. siblings. Do you know what? I should take Uncle Igor and be grateful of it, frankly. <laughs> I push, I remember I pushed my sister off the bunk bed and she just landed on the floor in this like weird position. She stayed there for a while <laughs> and my parents were really worried. But actually, she's fine. I mean, she's a bit stupid now. No, she's not. <laughs> she's, she's very clever. Now, I have a few more questions for you that we've yeah. had sort of tweeted in and things. Um, one person has said, David Cameron has recently bought a writing shed. Yeah. Is your dad David Cameron? <laughs> <laughs> Is that Rocky Flintstone? <laughs> Damn, I mean, <laughs> his cover has been revealed. I can't believe it. Um, no, but I feel like he has, I mean, nothing on my dad. <laughs> Do you think David he's Cameron. writing porn? <laughs> Do you know what? I, I, I wouldn't put it past him to write, you know, one of those novels that has a sex scene in it. Oh, no. Just to win the bad sex award. A bit like Alan Titchmarsh. That's what or I like imagine. a pig head scene. Uh, memoirs, oh, memoirs. No. <laughs> so no uh, Jamie's dad Alas, is not David no. Cameron um, also someone asked you said in, in one of the articles you didn't have a, a relationship with your dad where you could talk about sex before Belinda blinked and now you have yeah well, I do mean, you ever ask your dad for advice <laughs> <laughs> sexual advice I think if I did I would have probably been arrested by now okay so no unfortunately <laughs> I don't because my dad bless him he isn't the most knowledgeable about all things sex, as yeah. you will know from listening mm. to the podcast or, or indeed reading his books. So tempting as it would be to ask for his <laughs> advice, I'll probably no. pass on that. I do have to share a story with you because you know the whole like reaching for the cervix, which was yeah. discussed. I don't want to spoil it for people, but if, <laughs> you know, that is the discussion that happened. Yeah. Um, my friend, so this is a story yeah. from Anonymous. We won't say who it was, but once she got a condom that got... <sighs> stuck up there yeah and so she was trying to get it out and sort of reaching around for it and she pulled off a bit of her cervix no she didn't she genuinely are you did. kidding me yeah <gasps> she thought she'd got the end of the condom oh my and actually she just got a bit of her cervix people so... are turning off in their <laughs> droves but I'm wow. just saying for you know yours and Rocky's information she literally grabbed her cervix yeah. and pulled a bit off. Like just a little bit, but yeah. She had to go to hospital. Wow. Um another question on a <laughs> I different think note. So. <laughs> do you uh do you make money from the podcast now? Because it started off as a passion project. Yeah, it's still very much a passion project. We do have sponsorship on it on it, yeah, some of it, mm. but not too much because we don't want to kind of it to be all about that. Um, yeah. But yeah, but it is, we were talking earlier, it is quite time consuming making a podcast. You it think is. that it's just being sat, sat in front of a microphone and speaking, but actually there's a lot of work that goes into it and there's editing and there's, you mm. know, planning people, like the guests that come on and stuff. So, so yeah. We, so we, that we, you started to have the episode sponsored. Yeah, exactly. Which is really great because we get to do our reads. So we're like, <laughs> Philip Mignon from HelloFresh um, <laughs> and all that sort of stuff, which is quite fun to do. And um, you... Because obviously you've got the book that you've written. Yeah, so we wrote well. a real book. So we took my dad's book, which presumably you're selling, <laughs> not yeah. handing away for free in Victoria Station. <laughs> exactly. Not yet. Here's a small deodorant, and my dad wrote a porno. And do you want this book? No, just take the deodorant. That's fine. Um, yeah, and we basically took his book and pretended it was one of the great literary classics like Jane Eyre or Shakespeare, and we made like a spoof 
study guide. Like, like a, a York, York note. Study guide says like character breakdowns, there's key themes. There's like a family tree or a sex tree, actually, to be more accurate. Oh, good, because um, I was thinking I sort of need a family tree yeah, to remember all the characters. Exactly, and how they all connect. Mm. You know, have they just had foreplay or have they had full-on sex? Oh, wow. Or so have is, they just seen each other naked from afar? I mean, it's very complicated. It, is it segmented into it those is, yeah. sections? <laughs> wow. Now, is this all paving the way for Belinda Blink to eventually be studied on the GCSE English syllabus? I think that, it, you know... People are trying to, you know, cull female um, female pregnancy. That would be the only pregnancy you can have. Yeah. Um, teenage pregnancy. Yes. Just make sure that everyone reads Belinda Blink. Right. No one will even know how to have sex, <laughs> let alone get pregnant. They'll be like, is there guzzling involved? I don't know. <laughs> Dribbling. Oh. <laughs> so good. Um, and what, Jamie, what is next for Belinda Blink? And for you, personally, what are your big dreams? My big dreams? For the franchise or just yourself? Well, I mean, we do want to make it into a musical. Yes. Because please. it just would be hilarious. And, and you had that lady who wrote a musical that's on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, we had Rachel Bloom on the show. Yeah, so she writes a musical TV show. Is she going to be involved? Well, I don't know. I kind of want to get Lin-Manuel Miranda involved. Oh. The guy from Hamilton. Hello. Uh, he'd be great. You know, <laughs> yeah. give us a call, Lin. What's the most popular music of the time? <laughs> musical. <laughs> Let's get him. <laughs> I hear he's talented. Let's have him. <laughs> How could he resist? Oh, wow. So uh, any ideas for scenes yet? Um, or, or big musical numbers. We haven't got that far, but I would just like to have in my head. I just have like a row of can canning vaginas. Yeah. Oh yes, lovely. You know, in a sort of kind of huge plasticine outfit. Exactly. So you can't yeah. see the the people's heads, but just yeah. little legs. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. I think um, there definitely needs to be like an Arses and Donkeys Trust number. Oh, absolutely. With everyone dressed as like stage horses. Yes, pantomime horses, one yeah. at the front, one at the back. Literally. Exactly. <laughs> that could be in the song. <laughs> um, I can do an impression of uh, Julie Andrews in case you're oh. auditioning. Because I, th I think she'd be an excellent... Oh, well, she'd be great as the Duchess, wouldn't she? The hills are alive. There you go. What do you reckon? I mean... <laughs> Forget being the black thong. I think you've got to be in the musical. <laughs> and what about for you, very quickly? What have you got? Uh... Well, I'm actually jetting off to Sydney to talk at the Sydney Writers' Festival <gasps> in a couple Lovely. of weeks. I know, which is very highfalutin. Yeah. Um, and so, yes, yeah, so I've got um, some, some writer things that are coming up, which I'm quite excited about. Can't really talk about in much detail. But, yeah. Um, but are you yeah. writing some things that yeah. we can expect to see? Yeah, hopefully. What soon. sort of area? Books or Not books. radio or TV? Filmy stuff. <gasps> yeah. That's exciting. It is a bit exciting. Jamie. <laughs> um, now, you have agreed to stay with me to do the news with why me. Why not? You if know, that's all I'm right. such a good time. I mean, <laughs> why not didn't sound like you wanted to. It sounded like I'd change you to the microphone. <laughs> Don't You said leave. that I had to. I please want to go. Shh, for the listeners, we pretend that you agreed. Um, <laughs> we do have the Base Plus One news coming up. All the weirdest news that we could find on the internet after this. Plus one. The global news on Baines Plus One with Samantha Baines. It is time for the global news on Baines Plus One. It's my Baines Plus One news voice. Jamie, what's Hello. your news voice? Hello. Th this is the just news. your normal voice. Yeah, just, <laughs> <Okay>. just me. <laughs> I only have one voice. Hello, 
Okay. No, you have true. many voices. I know, I do. do the Duchess for the news. Uh, Say, this is the news on Baines Plus One. This is the news on Baines Plus One <laughs> with Samantha Baines. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> um, here are the headlines. Love it or hate it? Text me the details. But we're on an all-inclusive. Those are the headlines this week. Love it or hate it. A woman loves Marmite so much that she eats it for every meal. She carries a jar in her handbag and licks it off the spoon like a lollipop. Shelley McClellan, 45, leaves people in no doubt of where she stands on the love-it-hate-it divide. She's so obsessed that she even eats it as a pasta sauce <gasps> and she puts it on cereal and tuna. What <laughs> is wrong with her? On tuna. The mum of one from Hemel Hempstead in Hertfordshire claims to have eaten thousands of jars in her lifetime. She grew up in Burton, the home of Marmite, and now eats it with everything. She's even taken the yeast spread. Oh, God, that sounds like my dad wrote porno thing. She even taken the yeast spread on holiday with her and has a number of fancy dress costumes which she enjoys wearing from time to time. In total, she's collected more than 200 vintage jars of the spread, which she claims are worth more than £6,000 to Together. Not more than. <laughs> more than. Shelley said, I go through a large... I sh we should do a voice for Shelley. What do you think? Where's she from? Where? Hertfordshire. Just posh. I go through a large 500 gram jar every week. I either have about an inch thick of it on my bread. Or just, an inch thick? Or just go straight in with a spoon. <laughs> Jelly, Shelley's husband, Stefan, 50, and her son, Ethan, 16, think her love for the spread is hilarious. While her dog also enjoys the taste. <laughs> Why have they tried it? Also, have they asked the dog? Don't think so. Dog hates it, mate. She's also the admin for a Marmite collectors group. Of course she is. That has 1,600 members <laughs> and they sell and trade all things Marmite. Good for them. <laughs> is what I'll say. It's a do lot you, of yeast, though. Do you love it or do you hate it? I hate it. I will. We had it in the yeah. uh, in the in the quick fire. I hate it. Can't I abide also stuff. hate it. Yeah. I can see. You know, people like different things. I can't imagine anyone would like it on tuna. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't imagine liking anything that much in the world that you carry it around. Yeah, with that you, you can't possibly be parted from it even for a moment. You know, like in Meet Joe Black, where Brad Pitt just spoons out <laughs> peanut butter and eats it. <laughs> Imagine if it what was Marmite. <laughs> just came to me. Anthony Hopkins would stop the Marmite from happening, I can tell you that much. I think, I think we would not be in as in love with Brad Pitt as we are <laughs> if he spooned Marmite in Mitchell Black. He was addicted Black. to Marmite. We wouldn't love him. It's not a good look, is it, really? <laughs> so there we go. Text me the details up next. A lazy pub poster, I love this, has been called pure genius in its advertising strategy. It's a screenshot of the messages between the owner of the Friars Pub in Bridge North and his friend, a designer. Uh, but it has all the info needed, the dates, times and which acts are playing. And we have a hunch the Friars is going to be pretty packed over the next few weeks. Concerned with getting people through the doors for some big Friday nights, pub owner Tom called his mate Dave to fix up a poster for the pub. And the advert shows you exactly what happens next, with Dave deciding to use the message chain as the advert. That's amazing. Just looks like a convo between two friends and it finishes with Tom writing, I love you, Dave. Kiss, kiss. <laughs> the poster was tweeted by designer Tom Wicksocky, I'm going to call him, and has amassed 20,000 retweets and 70,000 likes. 
Wow. Have you ever thought of doing some uh, <laughs> low-key My Dad Wrote a Porno <laughs> advertising? We do have a My Dad Wrote a Porno WhatsApp group. Should we just put that on a poster? Yes. I'd love to see. <laughs> what, just you, Alison James? Or yeah. is Rocky involved as well? No, Rocky's not on that one. It's more to do with the admin of when we can record stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, that would, also, I, that would be a dad, thrilling read. My dad doesn't have a phone either. So what? There you go, doesn't have a phone. How does he get involved? He's got a Twitter account. He has a he has a laptop, but he, no he phone. He does it through the laptop. He does. He's that old school. Wow, he opens the website, <laughs> yeah. not even the app. Exactly. How exciting. <laughs> uh, finally, we're on an all-inclusive. A British couple who tried to walk away from a restaurant without paying told the owner that they thought their all-inclusive holiday to Rhodes meant they could eat and drink for free anywhere on the <laughs> island. <laughs> That is the best That's awesome. excuse. Imagine if you went on holiday to America and you were like, <laughs> I thought the all-inclusive include, they said everything. <laughs> uh, it, it sounds like the sort of excuse you'd make if you're trying to blag your, uh, your way into a free meal. But according to Democratiki... Very good. The middle-aged couple genuinely believed that that was what they paid for. The owner who runs the tavern uh, on the Greek islands, Old Town, told the paper the pair had tried to walk away, but when they were asked to pay, they showed him their wristbands from the resort. Oh, bless them. Do they think the resort was like the whole island? I mean, surely the tavern's free. (laughs) Eventually, the couple agreed to pay after the owner explained to them that the all-inclusive aspect of the holiday only applied to their resort. (laughs) Uh, Unbelievably, the owner, who hasn't been named, claimed this was not the first time it's happened in his restaurant. And tourists made the same mistake last year. Oh, my goodness. Who are these people who go on holiday to Rhodes? (laughs) Do we know what nationality they are? They're probably British, aren't they? They are British. Of course they are. Oh, come on, Brit. Anything for a freebie. Have you ever been all-inclusive on holiday? I haven't. No. I love it. Really? Because you do. I went all I, inclusive. I, I can trust myself. Yeah, I went all inclusive to Dominican Republic, oh. and I just went um, to get like like a coke in the morning. Yeah. And they were like, "With rum," and I was like, "No." And they were and, uh, just a coke, and they're like, "Yeah, but do you want a bit of rum?" But with rum, yeah. And they were like, "It's free. Why not?" And then I think because it's nine a.m. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I, d- I did have the rum, though. I was, oh, of course you did. That's what I mean. When stuff's free, it's not free, obviously, because you paid for it in advance, but it all feels free. So you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to eat Get so your much. your money's worth. Yeah, yeah, that is the bad thing. I put yeah. on so much weight. This is it. Um, Jamie, thanks so much for hanging out with me. Thanks so much for having me. It's been really fun. On Baines Plus One. Um, everyone should definitely check out My Dad Wrote a Porno. Please do. They can get it on iTunes and Acast. They can indeed. And they can come and see you live. Not in Edinburgh, because that's sold out. In Australia. <laughs> yes. So... <laughs> Not far to go. <laughs> um, uh, I'm sure you'll probably we be, are doing be doing London more stuff. Yeah, we are, we are. Nearby. But if you fancy a trip to Australia, it's a great excuse. <laughs> <laughs> what better way? Just pop over. Um, Jamie Morton, thank you so much. I'll be back next Thursday, 12 to 2, with another brilliant guest. Keep it Hoxton Radio. Baines plus one. Thanks for listening to Baines Plus One with me, Samantha Baines. The show is originally recorded on Hoxton Radio and the podcast is sponsored by Penguin in the Room, award-winning marketing for the arts. Go to www.penguininthearoom.com for more info. Don't forget you can follow me on social medias at Samantha Baines, B-A-I-N-E-S on Twitter and Instagram and facebook.com forward slash Samantha Baines on Facebook. Please subscribe and leave us a nice review.